What's up, guys? How you doing? Let's get it started this evening. I am Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran who is coming here to bring you guys the most value possible as I talk about my top 25 mistakes en route to the good life. Now, if for you guys who are just listening in for the first time, just want to give you guys a little brief synopsis of my story and who I am and, and why I'm on this path of giving value. Um, in 2016, I retired after 28 years of law enforcement, guys. And um, for those of you guys who um, have been in law enforcement or been at a job for a very, very long time, Excuse me. For a very, very long time, understand that a job after a while when you're working for somebody or you're working in some particular field, it becomes your identity. And with this becoming your identity, a lot of times when you finally get the nerve, the gumption to retire from a position that you held, um, it is traumatic. And I'm going to tell you guys, it was traumatic to me, right? Um, when I, uh, excuse me, guys, because uh, I am not a uh, late owl. I'm actually a person who gets up at like 4 a.m. in the morning. And so um, when I give you guys these podcasts at the end of the day, this is, accumulation of my full day um, and on my work days as I work security at at motor vehicles, which is a very, very busy and demanding job. I stand on my feet all day. Sometimes come toward the end of the day. I'm just a little exhausted, guys. It's just how it is. But hopefully you guys can relate to that, right? Um, And so I would like to continue to talk about how I uh, made my transition from uh, retirement to to author, to entrepreneur, and um, everything else that I currently do in my life as far as uh, creating um, opportunities for people and giving value to the people who own the first half of their life. So... um, the question that I wanted to propose to you guys today is um, if you lost your pension, right? And this is for law enforcement guys. This is for um, state employees or federal employees or, or, or people with a solid 401k that's worked for a company for 20, 30 years, right? If you lost your pension or your 401k, et cetera, et cetera, if you lost it tomorrow, right and had to start from scratch what would you do now this question is very powerful because i am talking to my second halfers here guys i'm talking to people who are in the second half of their lives you know uh my uh midlife crisis people my 35, 45, and older crew. I'm talking to all you guys, right? 
What would you do if you lost it all? Everything that you worked on and built on and everything that you felt was solid from the beginning. And you realize at the second half, right before the second half begins, you did it all wrong. Talk to me, guys. How are you going to turn it all around? What are you going to do? Now, uh, um, I'm not, I'm live here from the studio and I'm talking to you about it. You know, you got only two people here tonight are me and Shelby. And Shelby doing a lot of yawning, which is then in turn very contagious, guys. And it's making me do a little bit of yawning here tonight. But um, how would you guys turn it around? Um, I uh, asked this comment on my Facebook page, Top 25 Mistakes. I am going to ask this comment on my YouTube page, right? Um, and I just want you guys to give me some of your input on how you would do it. See, in this community of the Top 25 Mistakes, I, I want to create a movement, guys. I want to create a movement of mentors. And these mentors... I like to call you guys the second halfers, right? And as a second halfer, what you guys do as second halfers is we are mentors. We are mentors to the first halfers, guys. We are mentors to the individuals and people who are just getting started in their journey. Uh, I truly believe that as a person who has experienced, who has lived a certain type of life for a certain amount of years, I feel that you should be um, obligated, okay, not to take that knowledge with you to the grave, guys, not to leave this world without giving back value to as many people as possible. This means, guys, that you need to give back what you learn to not take it with you. This is what my top 25 mistakes is all about. It is about you guys giving back, giving more, and not taking your knowledge, okay, and being selfish with it. I am creating a group of mentors, guys. And this group of mentors is going to be able to help the first halfers by living in transparency. And for some of you guys, your ego is too big for that. I get it. I get it. Your ego is so big that you don't want people to realize that where you're at right now, you know, you're at the top. You're killing it, you know, all right? You're killing it, and you left, okay, at the top of your game. I get it, guys, okay? And you don't want to let other people know of all the mistakes you made leading up to that pinnacle where you stepped off the top and you gave them your Hamas speech and you walked out, okay, 
to cheers to everybody saying there hasn't been a lieutenant like you ever in their history of law enforcement in 28 years. Or there hasn't been a manager like you in your 30, 40 years of seeing managers come through this particular company. There hasn't been an entrepreneur like you that they have seen throughout their years of observing entrepreneurs in their lives, guys. This is all great for your ego, that is, but it does nothing to move the needle forward for the rest of the world. Guys, I'm looking today and I'm reaching out to mentors, people who have succeeded, okay, in any aspect of their lives, guys. And I know for a lot of you, there's several different aspects that a lot of you guys have succeeded in, right? And I'm reaching out to mentors who have succeeded in something in their lives who can share with the community of first halfers, okay, their pitfalls, their downfalls, their mistakes, and things that they have learned along the way so the first halfers don't have to make these same mistakes, guys. This is how we're going to do it on this platform, on this channel, as I talk about my top 25 mistakes, as I give you guys full transparency on how I fumbled through life barely holding on by a string and still making it to a good life. Guys, okay, still making it to a good life. A lot of that is just continually making mistakes. But the problem with this is, the problem with my life, guys, is is that I am successful now as I'm retired and I'm in my second half and I'm just filled with joy and happiness and gratitude and I try to portray that and put it out to everybody I come across, okay? I try to teach them to live in bliss and happiness and gratitude. I try to teach that often, guys. But before I reach that point in my life, okay, I was filled with the cynicism of law enforcement, of looking at so many different people in a negative manner, right? Prejudging people before I got to meet them as a class, right? Prejudging people before they even spoke a word as a group, you know? Um, law enforcement teaches you a lot of negative habits when it comes to dealing with human beings, right? Because they have to teach large, massive amounts of people, right? There are probably about 750,000 law enforcement officers, okay, in the United States currently at this time. Maybe, maybe close to a million by this time, not 
completely sure. The last time I checked, it was about 765,000 law enforcement in the United States, right? That's the last time I checked. Um, in order to teach that many people with tons of people retiring, continuing that, that, that door of learning something new, they had to lock down a system of control where they taught people how to get ahead of criminal behavior. The problem with that is, is that instead of teaching how to get in front of a criminal behavior, they needed to teach the recruits in the academy adaptive behavior because times continually change. The things that I learned in 1988 in the academy are not the same things that hold true in 2021 in the academy. Adaptability is actually what's most important and feels like law enforcement um, and medicine and in education. Three fields that I feel have not changed in many, many years, right? Um, one of the fields I, I don't think has changed in many years is definitely number one, law enforcement. And definitely, probably the field that hasn't changed the most in all these years is the educational system. We still have two of the worst law enforcement systems in the world and the worst educational system in the world because neither one of them teach constant and consistent adaptability. So when I pose this question, if you lost your pension and had to start from scratch, what would you do? Most people don't have an answer, guys. Most people don't really know what they would do. You know, most people, all their eggs are in one basket of this thing is a sure thing because the government is going to take care of me. And get, I get it, guys. In the United States, it's very, very difficult for you to go hungry for a day because if you fail, the government's going to take care of you. Um, I see another problem with that. And that problem is, is that it does not help allow people to learn resilience. It does not allow people to learn creativeness. It does not allow people to learn how to survive for themselves and not rely on somebody else. All it does is it teaches you from to how to adapt from one system of control to another system of control where you never ever have full power over your choices or how you move forward in life, guys. This is the system that we have accepted in our culture and I am totally against it. And, and, and I believe that um, 
I believe in tough love, guys. I believe in tough love. And, and that is why I try to get some of my brothers and sisters who have uh, are currently collecting the pension to uh, not only reveal some of the mistakes they made along the way, but to allow and teach people how they can survive in life if they lost everything, including the pension. What would they do? What steps would they take? What is the first thing you would do if you lost your pension tomorrow? Um, one of the first thing I would do, and, and I'm not going to put you guys fully out there, right? If your house was paid for for the year, right? Uh, and, and including your electricity and everything else, your expenses for the year, right? What would you do? How would you adapt? So now you don't have to worry about a place to stay, okay? You don't have to worry about your internet access. What would you do? How? Where would you take it from there? I found this question really, really important. And the first time it was exposed to me or was given to me was um, when I was... Uh, I'm part of a one funnel away challenge, right? Of marketers with Russell Brunson because I'm trying to learn how to market my book and, and, and to increase my value as far as entrepreneurship. So um, I began to uh, join a lot of groups and take a lot of challenges. And this is the paid challenge. I mean, and, and I tell people all the time, if you're not willing to put money up for a challenge, then you probably don't have no skin in the game and you're probably not going to complete it. So this challenge cost me $100 and uh, it's called the One Funnel Away Challenge and it's by Russell Brunson. And it what it does is it helps you to think in a manner that if you lost everything, how can you create a proprietary, you know, property that you can then sell to other people for money. So many of you guys that are second halfers, right? Your value is your experience. Your value is things and knowledge that you know. You have been through so much and you have become a hoarder of information. I'm going to teach you guys how to break that down and let it go and put it into bite-sized, okay, compartments that people can consume and and. And pay you money for your information. Your information is valuable. Information is extremely valuable to people, guys. If you can time crunch people's lives from making tons of mistakes, which then set them 10 years back, how valuable do you think that information is? You're literally saving somebody 10 years of their lives, right? Um, I would say 
10 years of their life making a minimum, a minimum of $50,000 a year is about a half a million dollars. That's right. A half a million dollars to save somebody 10 years worth of heartache and mistakes throughout their lives. Okay. You have to begin to think on those terms of, of how valuable is my time, number one. And number two, how valuable is it that of the time that I save for other people? Um, I, I definitely want to give a, a, a shout out. Um, I, this is my first couple of podcasts or whatever, but I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, one of my favorite listeners, Megan Quinn. Um, thank you for helping me actually find my podcast on Spotify. Uh, when I first put it out, these are only my first couple of episodes. So uh, you actually are uh, one of my inspirations, Megan, to uh, begin a podcast because you kind of started me on a journey of listening to all the different varieties of podcasts, which makes me made me then feel that I needed to get my message out there. So uh, give a shout out to Megan Quinn. Thank you for uh, for inspiring me to uh, commit to doing a daily podcast for the next year. So um, you can save this episode right here. This is episode five, season one. And uh, later on down the line, when I hit my 100th episode, play this back for me and let me know that you were my inspiration. All right. So thanks a lot, Megan Quinn. All right. That is one of my uh, buddies over there at Boulder Vehicles in Washington, New Jersey, uh, giving those guys a shout out. Um, One of the things I learned over uh, working over in there on a regular basis is that not too many people have very good coping mechanisms, right? And these are the customers, obviously, that come in each and every day. And uh, a lot of them uh, feel like um, they're in a crisis mode. And so a lot of times I try to talk a lot of them through their crisis mode um, because I try to I try to put people in the frame mind, the frame of mind that uh, the situation that you're currently dealing with is not to the point of where it's so serious that you need to lose control. I try to constantly teach people how to to have perspective on how that what they use as a parameter to judge the seriousness of their lives. Now, guys, as I as I do, I'm only security officer over a motor vehicle, and that's all I do, you know. And I try to spread happiness and joy as much as possible, but um. When it comes to perspective, a lot of people take their driving privileges 
and their registrations, all of this as life and death situations. And they're really, really intense and really, really serious about it. And uh, me being the first person that they encounter at the door, I try to teach these guys that um, the world is a much bigger place than your mere registering your jet ski, right? Or, or, or uh, not being able to register your salvaged vehicle that you brought from uh, your Uncle Vinny who never registered it in Pennsylvania. Guys, I'm talking about all of this stuff and maybe a lot of you guys don't understand what I'm talking about, but my motor vehicle people, you're probably laughing your asses off right now because you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are so many people that come in there, right? And they try to dump all of the problems that they've had their entire life on the staff that are sitting there who all they're trained to do is to handle that particular transaction, you know? Um, But they, in turn, turn into counselors for a lot of people dealing with a lot of problems. I know me at the door and the first person that they meet, um, I'm always sitting there because as a paid professional observer, 28 years of law enforcement, I wore many hats and counselor is definitely one of those hats that I have worn in my years of law enforcement. So when people come through, what I try to do as I put, I try to put them before they walk in the door in the right state of mind so that when they come inside, they have the best experience possible. You know, so um, that is the power of of trying to uh, show people perspective. And I've become very good at showing people perspective. And that is why I continually want to talk to you guys, my second halfers, so that I can get you guys to contribute to this powerful question. If you lost your pension and had to start from scratch, what would you do? So I want to talk about what would I do, guys. Um, Since I'm not interviewing anybody right now, I'm not talking to anybody, I just have my listeners thinking about this on their own, okay, and, and reflecting on it. And and they won't get back to me till later when they're talking to me on my Facebook page or, or on, on Instagram or one of my Facebook Lives that I do every single week or on my YouTube videos. Um, so they'll only be able to talk to me about that then. But right now, guys, um, I want to tell you what I would do. Okay, the first thing I would do is probably write down a list of of all of my assets and all of my liabilities, right? If my house is paid for for a year, that means that a year from now, I have to generate enough income to pay my mortgage and all my bills and all my expenses. So what can I do? 
to generate that? What do I have? If I lost my pension, I don't have any monthly income, right? So if I don't have any monthly income, what I need to do is is figure out what are my assets, right? I can do like the average person would do and sell whatever I have, right? Sell my cars, uh, uh, sell sell all of my uh, my furniture and 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 whatever widgets or whatever I have, my 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 cell phone and and uh and uh whatever clothes, and I can be do full out arbitrage, right? eBay master, and but that will only get me but so far, guys. That'll get me a. a uh, maybe six, seven months, okay, after I've run out of, you know, expenses. That would give me about six or seven months, right? But we're not talking about that, right? Because if you did 25, 30, 40 years at a job and you're getting a, collecting a pension or a 401k, right, this is supposed to last you another 40 years, Right, another 30 years, 40, 50 years if you're lucky, right? You know, we're going from uh, maybe uh, if you're in law enforcement, you're retiring in your high 40s, uh, mid 50s. You know, if you're another another job that gets a pension, maybe uh, you're retiring at 65. So, so maybe 30 years, maybe 40 years, if you're lucky. And what are you doing? Right, guys? What are you doing? After those six months of you selling everything, going full arbitrage, right? Maybe hitting some garage sales and buying things for a dollar and selling for five. I mean, it's only but so much of that you can do. But... An unlimited resource that you guys can tap into is your knowledge base. Your knowledge base, your experience, 28 years if, I say this in a strong if, if you spent these 28 years, okay, not just going to work to pay the bills, right, but actually uh, giving value to your employer, or giving value to the profession, your craft that you were working in, then that is extremely valuable to all of the people coming up behind you. Some of the highest paid individuals in the world are consultants. Consultants from their experience because they learn how to market their experience to people to show that what the knowledge that they had was invaluable. So that is why they got paid tons of money. Um, So for me personally, I would begin to market my experience. And so in order to do that, guys, you got to find the right people to market your experience to which is probably your old employer, right? 
And you got to come up with fresh ways to show them uh, that your innovative ways could have created a more profitable experience for them. So the first thing I would do is begin to map out how can I help the people I used to work for or the people who work at the job that I used to work at or the career that I was in in order to package a way that I could market my services to help them increase value, to help them increase income, to help them to avoid pitfalls and mistakes and problems. Because that is probably the most important thing in any business and any company. To time crunch, okay, your mistakes so that you reach higher, faster, guys. That is one of the things that I would do. I would I would create value by time crunching other people's time. Um, so I would sell my services. That is one of the the, the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to if you lost everything and you had to start from scratch. Your dollar space is extremely low hanging fruit. So I just want to put this, this out to you guys that you guys need to begin to package your knowledge, my second half crew, right? I am putting together a mentor group a mentor group of second halfers whose main objective is to help the first halfers reach a higher level than what we achieved. You know, um, as a parent, uh, one of the things that I want as a parent is I want my children to do far better than I did in life. That was my whole purpose as a parent to paying for the education so that they didn't get stuck behind the student loan trap, okay, that I got stuck behind, you know, the slow-moving train that, that hampered my progress throughout my life and throughout my career as far as my income is concerned. So um, as a mentor as a second halfer we want to do the same thing we want to give all the first halfers okay a an advantage to stand on our shoulders so they can see further than what we have seen throughout our career so that takes a lot for you guys it takes a lot of uh swallowing of the ego okay And learn to be a person that gives value and not an individual, okay, who wants to still run around living the uh, high school glory days dream of how great was I throughout my career. That is great for your ego, guys. It does nothing whatsoever for the people coming up behind you. So I need you guys to let that go as we move forward. 
Okay. So, um, this is a powerful question. This is just one question that I'm asking in the podcast today. And, and I have been talking about this one question the entire podcast because I need you guys to understand that life is a place of unexpected things that can occur. And all you guys who have made it through the pandemic of 2019, 2020 know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. The storm is here, guys. And it may get worse before it gets better. The financial storm may get worse before it gets better. And there are so many jobs that were eliminated during this pandemic. You know, our country took care of a lot of people, gave people $300 a week or or whatever, $300 a month to help them to keep food on the table. But is that all you really want to do in life? I know that you were meant to do more than that, guys. So uh, this is a question that you guys need to always be thinking about. Even if you're a first halfer, right? As a first halfer, you need to think, right? If you are going through a process of, of your 401k or gaining a pension or whatever, what if tomorrow you lost all of that, your entire progress, and you had to start over? What would you do at that point in time? How could you start from the next 30 days? How could you pay your bills on the first of the month 30 days later? This is powerful and it's something to think about. But it puts some pressure on you guys to make you to always be creating, to always be innovative, and to always be learning. So um, I am not going to continue to go on and on about this. We are about 35, almost 40 minutes into this question. And, uh, and I told you guys, I would take my experience... And I would package it, package my experience, and I would sell my experience to people who are up and coming in my field. That is probably the most, the easiest, lowest hanging fruit for you guys to make it in a time, in unprecedented times, number one, and in uncertain moments where if you had to turn it all around, what could you reach for first? So uh, think about this question. This question is something that I want you guys to respond to, talk about, right? And uh, uh, reach out to me on Facebook uh, in my form at uh, Top 25 Mistakes. Uh, Give me a shout out on Instagram, and, uh, and and YouTube, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel, Top 25 Mistakes on my YouTube channel. Reach out to both. Check me out, guys. And uh, uh, stay tuned. I'll be coming out with a new book. So we'll be talking about that journey to my new book as I uh, do my daily podcast. And I'll let you guys know what I'm doing tomorrow. The rest of tonight is going to be dedicated to me um, recording my audio book. For you guys 
And uh, also, I have a free course. Um, check out the link. It is in my... Uh, it is called my Seven Secrets to Daily Happiness. So check them all out, guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Deuces.